friends, and welcome to the fifth layer of hell. I mean, the Unlike Anime Podcast. My name's George, and with me is Tony. You can call me Satan. We haven't seen Satan just quite yet in this continuing series, Made in Abyss, uh, which I was hinting at in the opening there. There's different layers, and we're descending into one of them today. Like a like an onion? Sort of, yeah. Or, or more like a parfait. I don't know. That's where, where each layer gets more and more... Um... I'm referencing Sh- Shrek now. Oh, okay. If you didn't get that. Yes, yeah. I'm sure... The onion layers. Some listeners got that. <laughs> Good for you guys. You, you got it faster than George did. So for anyone who has heard of a little anime called Made in Abyss. Not Maiden. A made in Abyss. What is a bis? It's made in, <laughs> in a abyss. Abyss. What's abyss? Like, that's what you make a bisque in, right? You gotta get a bis. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you just throw some lobster in there and yeah. you got a lobster bisque. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> my God. Uh, 2017 is when the original Made in Abyss uh, Is it that long ago? Anime I, I mean, it, feel, it feels like a long time ago. I mean, I guess that's not that long ago, but it feels like, it feels like that long ago, I guess. Yeah. yeah, four years. That's It's an eternity in anime time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but for any show waiting that long to get a sequel, I think, let's see. It came it... out in Japan, like mid last year, I think. January in Japan. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm not sure when it became available here, but we noticed uh, not too long ago, I think a couple months ago, mm. that uh, the this new movie, which is a continuation of that original 13-episode season, mm. uh, is on High Dive. So and... only 13 episodes? God, it feels so much longer. I know, right? Like, that could be like 26 they, they they really crammed it in there. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I remember it being paced nicely. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with the pacing. It it sort of felt a little slow towards the end, even a yeah. little, a little. Yeah, I think maybe you know, there's all these layers and right and stuff. Yeah, I mean that's like our goal. We're like we want to get to the bottom. We want to find out what the yeah. f is up with this abyss, right? Yes. So yeah, this came out in 2017. It was this first season. It was talked about, and uh, people are into it, and then three years till we got this movie in between then there was two recap movies that came out um basically yeah. splitting up that first season uh, retelling that story never saw those not sure how they how they are paced uh, usually yeah recap I, movies are a bit rough if you haven't seen the original i feel like i might have watched the first one not knowing that it was a recap and i mean obviously i realized pretty quickly on it was just a recap but i think i wa- i think i watched it Oh, really? The yeah, first one? But I don't think I watched the second one. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I saw either. And I'm wondering, we were talking earlier about uh, this new movie. or new, this you know, Abyss? Newest movie. Uh, if people just it went under the radar, because it's, it's only on high dive, um, in America at least. I don't know about the rest of the world, but uh, for streaming purposes, uh, mm. which is a lesser known um, streaming platform. So yeah, I don't know if people thought it was just another recap or... You know, not something to check out, but it's a direct continuation. Yeah, or like me, they watched the whole first season and then like the movie came out and they didn't realize it was a recap and then they watched it and they're like, well, I'm not watching any more of these movies. I'm just going to wait till the next season comes out. Yes. Which is next year. Yes. But you need to have watched this movie. Yeah, if you yeah, if you watch the the next weird. season from next, that's coming out next year, 2022, you're going to be pretty confused. So season, recap, recap movie and then another season 
And uh, Demon Slayer did a similar thing. I don't know. If, there's probably recap movies, so I'm not sure about that. Um, but yeah, they had season. They had 26 episodes. Oh yeah, there's this one movie where he just punches a rock for the whole movie. You there's haven't seen the, that? There's the 26 episodes, and then there's the movie, which is a direct continuation. And then there's a, a new season coming out uh, mm. later this year. So it's uh, inter- interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it's different than a lot of anime do it, where they, you know, do usually at least a couple of seasons. And then they do a movie mm. that is its own separate, like almost non-canon thing, but doesn't matter at all. So it yeah. doesn't matter if it's canon. It's like a one-off. And then they come back and do the next season, which just completely ignores everything that happened during that movie um, because it didn't matter. Yeah. Just like yeah. a holdover for the fans and yeah. not much else. Just something to be like, oh, people like this? Oh, we can get more money? <laughs> oh, well, let's let's make some money. Let's by, do it. Yeah. And so I don't know what the Demon Slayer movie did because that broke tons of box office records, like Japan's highest grossing film now. Um, and I, maybe it's just based on the popularity of that show to begin with or, and that manga, but uh, perhaps the promotion, like they made it clear this movie is more story that you want. <laughs> you know, it's mm, not just it's kind of, yeah. some BS shown in uh, action plot that goes nowhere. I wonder if X-Files was the first to do that. Because, I mean, they didn't have oh, another yeah. season coming up yeah. at the time, but they did their seasons and then they did a movie mm. and then the movie was just sort of the end, right? I think of that. And then, and then they had this, this reboot, not reboot, but um, what do you call it? It's a continuation. The series is a continuation of the original, right? Yeah. You're talking about the newer? The newer one. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's actually two movies because the, the first movie they did was after, I think, the uh, it's either the third or fourth season. Okay. And then it came out in between. Was it important? Like, did you yes. need to watch that before you watch the next yes. season? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's been done before. X-Files, yeah. X-Files did it. Yes. So if you've never seen Made in Abyss, um, it's set in like a sci-fi fantasy world. Dystopian future-esque yeah. sort of. Uh, yes. And we're not given much like... Um, canon or backstory to the world and stuff but we just start in this town where there's this mm. giant hole at this abyss and the town is an island people come to the island to explore the abyss and stuff like that i recall okay. this um but yeah it's basically it's 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 a ring it's an annulus i think mm. is the proper okay nice term maybe drop in terminology it's it's like a geometry term yeah and so we follow these orphans. Uh, the parallels between this and Promised Neverland is mm. orphans oh, yeah, and sure. dystopian. And but uh, we have these orphans. The main one being um, Rico. Rico, yes. Rico, <laughs> Uncle Rico. <laughs> See, when I hear Rico, I think of uh, Starship Troopers. But nice, Uncle Rico. Sure, that works too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so in the beginning, she finds this robot. Yada yada, and uh, she finds out her mom is, um, or she, I guess she knew, but her mom was an explorer down it's, to the depths, the you know furthest depths of this it's, abyss. It's it's a very advanced robot. I don't think she knows it's a robot right at first. She just thinks it's a, a person or a boy. I think so. Yeah. And she comes to realize that it's robotic in nature. It's very more android like, yes. or maybe even Borg like. Sorry, I've been watching too much Voyager lately, but. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Android, Cyborg. Cyborg is actually pretty good. Although yeah. it's... Uh, it might might not be right because I don't think... 
I don't think any of his skin or anything else is actual natural. Mm. Like, it's it's all fake. So he is more properly a robot, but he doesn't, yeah. he's not like Robbie the robot or anything. You know, he yeah, he's look like a robot. Highly he's, advanced. Yeah. But then also he's supposed to be, so there's, there's these relics in this abyss that are like ancient technology, seemingly, that we don't know a lot about. And he seems to be connected to that somehow. Uh, and so he's, he's a steampunk robot. Yeah, yeah that's it. pretty steampunk. much. Yeah, steampunk. <laughs> uh, and that's purposely left vague. Like we learn, we learn more throughout that first season that that there's a connection between him and um, Rico's mom, and that you know she may have sent him to help her get down to the abyss. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. So kind of it follows their journey, kind of escaping, you know, getting out of their orphanage, you know, under the cover of night. And then uh, the two of them going on an adventure. Making their voyage into the abyss. Yeah. And his name is Reg. I don't think I said that. Reg. Reg. Reggie. I mean, you could, you could easily, as easily say leg as Reg. But yeah, they, that's they, true. They choose Reg. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you, we, you watched this season, I think, when it came out. Yes. Um, I watched it um, a little bit a year after that or something like that. I'm actually amazed how much I remember. It must have been very good. Hmm. Stick, <laughs> it, uh, stick with you. I stuck yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's still it's still in there. It's a it's a little fuzzy, a little foggy. I have to dig to to get the pieces out. But uh, but yeah, it's pretty solidly there. Like when I was watching this, at like within the first when I was watching this movie, um, within the first couple of minutes, I was like, okay. I'm up to speed. I know exactly where we are. I remember everything that has happened up until now. Um, it didn't actually take much to, like it was uh, one line where, where Nanachi is like, okay, but l- you have to do what I say because I'm the boss, basically, she mm. says, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's where we left off is like they were getting her to join them. I don't know. I'm skipping ahead yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah. from the recap that we were just doing. but Yeah, and I was trying to keep the recap brief so we can, <laughs> this is a great, you know, good enough segue. But yeah, she she says that, and it remind reminded me enough anyway that yeah, one of the I think the last thing we see is like them asking her, asking them I don't know what her him, um, so <laughs> Nanachi uses some very masculine language, um, and uses a masculine pronoun for him herself, um. Voiced by a female, so I feel comfortable saying she seems yeah. seems like a she. And maybe just but, tomboyish. I don't know. But I I I don't know the the the, the Japanese pronoun that Nanachi uses is very much just masculine. I think um, I don't think I don't think females use that at all. So so anyway, um, I I actually during during the movie while realizing this because what, when I watched the original season, I wasn't as well versed in Japanese as I am now, I guess. Mm. Um, so the question never occurred to me, but while watching this like over and over and over again, I was like being beat over the head with her masculinity, her masculinity. That sounds like a weird thing to say, but, um, yeah, mm. I, with Nanachi's masculinity, um, just the way things were phrased. And so I, I looked it up and apparently a lot of people have questions about that. And, uh, mm. I guess it, it it doesn't matter. Um, not really. Non-binary, I suppose. You know, it's not. If it's never really. Yeah. Gender said. fluid, baby. I'm trying to think if anyone else refers to Nanachi 
by a male or female pronoun. I don't recall. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I, I kind of I drifted off there a little bit. I'm, well, that, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, that's good to bring her up uh, because... Are we just going to go in with her then? Yeah, okay. I think so. All right. Because we don't... Well, we don't really know, but... Um, yeah, so it's hard to say, but yeah. she, I'll say she, but she's a rabbit girl. Yeah. Who a hair person, similar to uh Frau in yes. uh in Peach Boy Riverside. That's correct. Which we're not talking about this week. It'll come up. Stay tuned. But yeah. Uh and what we know about her is that she we, they first meet her, so they, they ascend through the levels. They get through one, and, and then two is like an inverted forest, and three, I can't remember. But then f- three, three is where they run into um, that other girl. They show flashbacks of it, the other woman who controls oh, sort yes. of like the, some sort of forward Oz- operating base thing. Ozen, I think, is her name. Okay. And I she's remember, but yeah, she helps sort of train them up and toughen them up and stuff like that yeah. by basically sending them out into a forest and ignoring them for a week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, and when we yeah I'm glad you brought that up because when we meet her um, she eventually reveals that she had helped uh, Rico's mom whose name is Liza uh, had had a pact with her to get um, to get Rico to the top right yeah. yeah so I guess she was Rico was born in the abyss and yeah. was taken to the top and like way down way down the bottom and right? just became an orphan yeah I think at the very bottom um, yeah. which they keep saying there's six layers and I keep. Uh, wondering if that's going to be like a or, no. The, I thought seven, seven was, was the seven? bottom. I thought. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was six, but I thought seven was the bottom. Mm. Maybe eight, even. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's what I, that, that's <laughs> what I was hinting at. Whatever number they're sticking with, I feel like it's going to be like there's another one. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so in the third level, they meet this Ozen character who is who has a white whistle, which we haven't brought up the whistles yet. White whistle. Yeah, it's almost like. Um, colored belts in karate or something like although oh, yeah, white yeah. is the best um and you start it with a red one but uh but yeah if you have a white whistle and we learn more about the white whistles so we'll get we'll get into that um but yeah so then they descend they get some training from her descend into the fourth and then the, that's when they meet uh what is her name nanachi nanachi mm-hmm. uh and she's a rabbit humanoid girl who we learn was experimented on person but, uh person <laughs> Don't assign gender. <laughs> uh, who was experimented on by this character who we did not meet until this movie we just watched, but his name is Bondrude. Right. And I think Nanachi has mentioned him in the past. Probably. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, and then also Nanachi's friend, whose yes. name I don't remember. His name was Mitty. 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 Yeah. That was, was short for something else, I think. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Mitty. And she, I think she... Um, let's just go with that. Yeah. So well, how I understand it, cause I, there's a lot of things that just are thrown at us in this movie and mm-hmm. in this show overall. But, uh, the way I understand it, we'll see if you agree is that, um, Nanachi has, was experimented on by this Bondured character, but was the only one out of all these experiments to transcend the curse of the abyss and mm-hmm. become something new that wasn't just like some, uh, failed experiment, uh, which this her friend Mitty had become amorphous blobs. Yeah, uh, but they still have like with human souls, inside. eyes and mouths yeah, and yeah. personalities, like somewhat, mm, somewhat. Yeah, 
And so I remember in the first season that Mitzi character takes a liking to Rico, but then then Nanachi is like, Reg, I need you to just use your incinerator. He's got this like incinerator arm mm. to just obliterate Mitzi to yeah. free just it. Free her. Yeah. From, free Mitzi from Mitzi's cursed life. Yeah. Yes. And supposedly this Bondrude character who had um created, you know, or you know, failed really, but create created this these uh these failed experiments, like didn't had tried to destroy them and couldn't. Uh that was mm. uh, something I was reading on my um recap. Hmm. But uh okay. and so that was covered in this movie where once Reg does that, uh this Bondrude guy like knows about it. He's and he brings it up when he first uh sees Nanachi of like yeah which I guess I'm getting ahead of myself but uh, I mean this is all pretty much at the beginning of the yeah episode I was gonna say but the movie <laughs> this long episode <laughs> it was just sort of a long dragged out episode yeah two hour episode yeah. uh but yeah I'll, I'll let you is take it two it hours yeah oh okay just about I mean it's a little under um yeah so the three of them head down and they run into one of uh Bondrude's minions i guess i don't know what else to call them what are they called in the in the thing he sort of clones himself sort yeah of, right multiple like yeah well, he's made to like split his consciousness or something because like the 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 ones that aren't him like the real or not the real him but like the main him right are kind of like slow and like speak in like fractured sentences yeah or fragmented sentences basically do whatever he says right anyway they run into one of uh those guys and uh they're in this field that is has some cursed abomination thing in it that is almost invisible, but of course Rico knows about it because she's read the you know the journals of the abyss like a thousand times over and over. She's like, oh, I know what this is, and then uh, you know I don't know things happen, and then they they go on to the next part. Yes, and that comes. <laughs> How's that explanation? <laughs> things happen, and they go on to the next part. <laughs> it's sort of like an insect that. And infests the body and mm, takes yeah, it over or something. Yeah. And um, so one of those minion guys from Bondrude, yeah, sets it all on fire and they retreat. And then, but then like right after that, they're able to just get to where Bondrude is. Yeah. Well, they had to jump across the ice bridge, which oh, apparently true. was very dangerous, we heard, after they had done it. But it seemed pretty easy. Yes. So they, they go across the ice bridge thing and, and they uh, they arrive there and... The thing that struck me is, like, we already knew that Nanachi, you know, her history with this Bondrude guy. And so when they enter this fortress or lair or whatever it is, they're greeted by this new character, this girl, who, um, mm. Prushka. Prushka. It's like a Russian, seems Russian. Sounds, sounds Russian-ish, mm. yeah. And, uh, and she, like, invites them in. She's all friendly and nice, and she's younger, maybe about 12. or so. She seems younger than that, but, um, yeah. We're guessing at least 12, based on the size of her breasts. Yeah, she's, yeah. There's anime characters, it gets tricky sometimes. Like. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's super weird, because, like, when she first, when, when Prushka first sees them, she says they're all not the same age, but the same size as yeah. she is, basically, right? Yeah. And it sort of indicates, like, age, right? Mm. Um, um, but yeah, developmentally, it you know, had us questioning all the ages of her and everyone. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm, I'm not sure. The, the ages of Rico, well, 
Rico would be the only one that we would even possibly have any sort of age reference on. Yeah. Might have been covered in the first several episodes of the first season. Maybe, yeah. But I don't I don't remember. So. Yeah, me neither. Um, and again, it's not that important, but yeah, we... It's just, it's noticeable. It's it's there. And we'll have to get into this Prushka character and how she was uh, portrayed and just screen time and yeah how important. she's very she's very hospitable she's very welcoming and yeah. you know warmly greeting them and which we know, didn't expect i'll bet if she said i'll bet if you said hey prushka could you get me a beer i'll bet she would do that yeah probably would yeah <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> i like just leaving it silent for a long time <laughs> So she leads uh, them, you know, invites them in and leads them to uh, this Bondrude guy and all his cronies. And uh, they're all, you know, visually kind of uh, forbidding, you know, black clad. They're all wearing like masks with um, interesting designs on them of like. Yeah, they all have sort of neon or I don't know. Some sort of light streak. Yeah. Uh, sort of inset into the mask and they're all they're all different yeah except for the the, the, the design the, yeah the the main guy is like sort of straight up and down and his is purple yeah and all of theirs are sort of like cyan blue sort of yeah. colored and other than so that, that you they're can all identify them, dressed in black you know and kind of yeah, mysterious black and... cloak sort of thing yeah but he's always very cordial and formal it seems yeah um we should say seemingly cordial yeah but at least in the words he's saying oh yeah yeah and so well what got me though is like of course from the beginning nanachi is like you know oh my god it's him and yeah uh, but then he's like oh well i prepared you a room and she's like okay well i guess we'll stay (laughs) and uh and then things ensue and well i I mean they they didn't really have much choice but to stay because uh, there's some explanation about the white whistle only working for the person that Mm. it was created for yeah and that means that the white whistle that rico has um, that belonged to her mother would not work to essentially open the next layer right yeah which is what they need to do and rico's response to that was oh yeah multiple people told me that i thought it'd just work out (laughs) (laughs) but yes nonetheless uh but uh yeah so they get there and he's just like yeah you know stay the night and then i'll you know i'll send you on your way with my white whistle that i can use because i'm totally the person who this whistle was created for um he doesn't say that (laughs) totally (laughs) Uh, and so they decide to stay and then how does Reg wander out? I don't even remember. Yeah. They don't show it because they, they show, show they show Nanachi waking up. Yeah. And then she wanders out. Yeah. And I think Reg's still in there. Yeah. But then once we cut back to the room, it's just Rico waking when Rico up, wakes up by and, herself and Reg isn't there anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. So we don't know exactly what happened, but, uh, he's been abducted by the, the others, the, you know, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and they're sort of experimenting on him, sort of hacking him to bits, trying to figure out what makes him work sort of thing. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Poking around. Yeah. Cutting off arms. And uh, that was a pretty cool scene. One of them wants a leg, but only one, only (laughs) one leg. He said in Japanese. Just one. Uh, yeah, and it, that that scene was, um, I liked it just the way it was framed. It was pretty sadistic and, um, mm. you know, Reg like wakes up while they're doing this and they end up like cutting his arm off and like blood's going everywhere. And 
yeah, it's pretty traumatic. Um, but yeah, while this is all happening, uh, Rico, for some reason, I mean, she's looking Rico. everywhere. <laughs> Rico. She's Every looking time. everywhere for, you know, yeah, not, yeah. everywhere she can go, a lot of locked right. doors. Everything's locked, basically. And then yeah. she's like, oh, I'll go up this staircase that I was, that told. I was told not to go up. Yeah, yeah. because it'll distort uh, time and space and... Well, you'll you'll basically experience the effects of going up to the next layer because mm. when you go up a layer, like bad shit happens. Like, yeah, the it gets more of and the more, abyss, right? Yeah. Um, and that staircase, apparently, if you go up that staircase, it takes you to the next layer or something. I guess. Or you feel the effects. Or... You feel the effects of it for sure. Yeah. Which is what they said, but I don't know why you would feel the effects if it wasn't actually taking you to the next layer. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, she goes up and like weird stuff happens and then, uh, you know, she wakes up and uh, Prushka has saved her. Yes. And the whole point of that, I guess, is after that Prushka shows her, you know, you can close your eyes and and use the, she has a little pet thing. Uh, I forget what, uh, Mena or something? Mena? Potamon? <laughs> yes, looked very much like a Digimon yeah. character that you... Pretty sure it was Potamon. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Mena. M e i n. Mena. Mena. Maybe. Mena. I don't remember. Something like that. Main something. Yeah. Little yeah. cute, round. Yeah. Potamon mascot. Um. But it seemed the whole point of that scene was so that Prushka could teach Rico how to do this. Uh. Basically using, I don't know, using some other sense to go up the staircase and not not wasn't feel it, the effects. Wasn't it something like you had to smell Mena? And then, something, and then yeah. you could then you could see like where it stepped and everywhere that it stepped was safe for some reason. Somehow it knew how to get up there safely. Um, I don't know. It wasn't well explained, but yeah, something <laughs> along those lines. And um, uh, yeah, but yeah, it'll probably be important later, right? Yep. All and right. they still at the end they still have Mena or whatever. Um, I believe. But yes, uh, at the end of the movie, when they're descending to the next layer, I think it's mania. I think there's a Y in there. I think it's mania, 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 mania. Anyway, I think mania goes along. Yeah. And she's very much a, I say she, but it's probably not accurate. It is very much a Digimon or Pokemon because like a Pokemon, it just says, yeah, yeah, all the time, (laughs) which is part of its name. And Mm. that's what Pokemon do. Yes. Pika, Pokemon, Pika? Digimon. It's a type of Mon. Everyone. It's a Mon. Yeah. <laughs> totally a Mon. Minimon. Um, and so after this happens, um, they basically all reconvene and find Reg at the same time. Uh, Nanachi hears about it from Bondrude, who then, like, she just runs away. We don't see this, but she, like, runs away after Reg immediately finds him. And then Bondrude, like, doesn't chase after her. He's like, okay. He had some cleaning to do. <laughs> yeah, he's busy. He's, he's a busy guy. And at the time uh, she gets there, um, Man- Mania and uh, and Rico and Prushka show up as well. And they save Reg and they retreat, leaving Prushka there. Uh, and they retreat out into the woods, uh, not very far. And they essentially come up with this plan to... And then this kind of begins like their... Many efforts to take down Bondrude. The first yes, attempt. Many. Because of the scent that Reg smells, or this odor. Um, I forget what it was, like burnt something, burnt stew or something. 
they Rico, you know, because of her vast knowledge of reading all these books, realizes that that is the scent of this, you know, crazy monster that's underground. And so they essentially lure Bondrude and all his his cronies, his uh, Umbra hands, in there. And uh, and yeah, they try to they basically escape while caving in or trying to cave in this place, uh, waking up, you know, these monsters, and they all attack the Umbra hands. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "Oh yeah, we did it," uh, but no, they did not do it. Um, he's uh, all the Umbra hands are gone, but the main Bondrude uh, um, walks out of there like yeah. a like a badass. Mm-hmm. You know, in giant insect uh, parts flying everywhere, like a boss. <laughs> That's right. And so, like yeah, a boss. So what? Uh, what happens after that? Um. Well, when he comes out, he's like, "Oh, well, I knew those things were there. I was trying to be quiet so I didn't disturb them and they wouldn't attack you. I was just coming into that cave to tell you that you were in danger because those like things were there. Basically, like still, he's still yeah. trying to play the nice guy. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Even Which he though, never really breaks, but um, even though his cronies like cut off Reg's arm, and, yeah, and like they don't do anything on their own, really. So it was I don't know, like, yeah. His cover works bad, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. I have some issues with his character, um, but yeah, let's get through this this uh, recap, and then we'll we can dive into that. All right. What happens next? Um. So after that. They, what do they do? They do another plan. They try and kill him again and it doesn't work. And then they try and kill him again and it doesn't work. All right. Moving on. (laughs) They try and kill him again and it doesn't work. And then. And then it somehow does work, even though. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So after that, then Reg like smashes him with a rock, basically. And then one of the. Oh, yes. One of the the hands, the umbra hands comes up and basically rips this helmet off of his head Mm -hmm. and sticks it on his own head. And then he becomes him again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when that's when Rico sort of realizes that this uh, artifact must be in play. Yes. And it's supposed to be like it couldn't be the helmet. It's a much larger thing. So then then uh, Nanachi is like, well, it must be housed in uh, in this layer he has. Oh, well, genius idea. And that turns out to be true, and they come up with this new plan. Um, and it's interesting once he, once they like kill him, the um, Bondrude guy, and then they find out that he can just you know be transferred to another person. He just was like, oh well, see ya. <laughs> you know, he doesn't. Uh, he leaves all three of them there. Takes Prushka with him, mm. um, but he doesn't like, you know do anything to them. He's just like, yeah. peace. And so they come up with this plan. Reg goes underwater and like infiltrates and they like, they go it's in like the front the, door. The, 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 so he goes underwater because that's where the power generator thing mm-hmm. is. Like there's this giant whirlpool, I guess. Yes. That this base is built on and it uses the whirlpool to generate power for the base or whatever. And yeah. so they're trying to take out the power to the base. And so he goes down there to sabotage it. Yeah. And he does that. Um, and he, he gets does. zapped with a bunch of electricity. He does. And that's the last we see of him. Cut to Nanachi and Rico uh, just walking in uh, to create a diversion, I suppose. But they're just kind of walking around. And um, at first they have like an umbra hand like escorting them. And then once once the power goes out from Reg and all, you know, him messing with the electricity and that, um, yeah, that turbine or whatever. 
Mm. Uh, then they're able to like slip away and then they see mania running around and, and Rico follows, uh, follows mania yeah. into some corridor. And then, uh, they both, they both follow suit. Uh, and yeah. And then like, and then the next we see reg, he's like bursting through the door to save them, but he's gone completely berserk and still not sure why. <laughs> Because he got electrified. He got recharged. Remember? So they were talking about how, uh, well, Nanachi was telling him that based on the readout on his, the thing on his head. Oh, yeah. That he only had like three shots of the the super mega blast laser thing left, whatever they call it. Um, And then, yeah, after that, he uses it multiple times. And it's because he got like not just recharged, but he got supercharged from yes. from all that electricity that electrified him or whatever. I don't know. But then he also mentioned after that, like hearing other voices and then like someone else took over his body. And yeah, so I don't know what that's about, but yes, the electricity um, explains that. Yeah. Being able to do his incinerator move more. Um, and yeah. And then through all the course of that, we learned that to get a white whistle, you have to sacrifice, um, someone a person a human and so we learn that despite the fact that Bondrude has sacrificed all these other kids to in his experiments and whatnot um he actually used his own body which i guess he must already had that other special item that gives him that consciousness uh to create his white whistle Mm. but anyway my question is despite all that he has a white whistle but has he not gone down to the he has yet to descend to the sixth level. Um, I guess not, because there's, I guess, something that actually happened earlier where, again, where they were trying to kill him, they took him down into the water saying, oh, well, once you go below the surface of the water, you're essentially in the, the next layer. Hmm. And then you just have to like sort of trap him there and distract him. And then when he tries to come back up, he'll die because of the, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all very. There's a lot of things thrown at us quick like that, of yeah. the logic of this world. Mm. And... Um, so, yeah, I would guess, no, he hasn't ever been down to the next layer because if he had, he wouldn't have been able to come back because that's sort of the nature of, uh, of the abyss, it. right? Yeah. Uh, you, can't, you can't come back up from layers. Yeah. Because it mess you up. And they were saying that he, with his, um, whatever that thing is he has to, to have his power, he can't uh, straddle between two levels with that. So I guess he would have to take all of it with him. Mm. Um, I can't think of what that damn thing's called, but uh, as some, uh, you know, sci-fi fantasy t- word. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, so Reg busts in, goes berserk to save them. Um, ends up firing his incinerator, but then Nanachi, he's about to do like a huge one to like destroy the entire building they're in. And Nanachi like jumps on him and distracts him. And he doesn't do that completely. He still destroys part of it. And then, yes, then they just keep fighting and fighting. Um, well, I guess we can get to the Prushka stuff, but yeah, I was going to say, we didn't really talk about the Prushka stuff. (laughs) We think it's his daughter. Yes. Um, but then we learn that it's not. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just someone that he, in all of his experiments of, you know, torturing innocent young lives, um, he had fostered this one girl to become like his daughter, to believe that 
she was his daughter and he gave her mania, you know, as a pet mm-hmm. and helped her, you know, she was in really rough shape, uh, completely traumatized PTSD and, and he sort of nurtured her into becoming a quote unquote normal. And the reason he did that was to turn her into a briefcase of guts, but he turned a bunch of other people into briefcases of guts. Yeah. Was she a more powerful briefcase of guts or something? I didn't, I didn't really get, I thought so because why was, he put in so much effort. In, uh... Well, there's all that stuff when Prushka in one of the, when when uh, Reg um, squishes him with a rock and we think he's dead. Prushka mm-hmm. sees all that, but then and she has the, you know feels those emotions and, and is devastated by it. But then it's revealed that you know that he's not really dead, right. um, but she had gone through that, so it seemed like that was kind of necessary for whatever his. You know, for he's using them as energy, I guess, or or to yeah. propel his abilities, um, and so I guess that makes it again. This is making me think of uh, Promise Neverland, but like her her going through this emotional trauma had made her more powerful or more mm. gave more energy or something. More you know, like energetic. she had been completed yeah. and she was ready to be turned into a soup. It seems like I mean, so he's done this to countless other. Uh, children, I guess, but people, yeah, people. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like he's put this much effort into any of them before. Correct. I don't know. And yeah, and it's so weird because when during this final battle, um, he's expelling these briefcases because the whole plan is that Reg is tiring him out, you know, trying to use yeah. up all these briefcases of guts that he has yeah <laughs> literally that's what it is uh yeah. for people they're, they're called something cartridges cartridges yeah. cartridges yeah. i guess yeah but i think briefcase of guts <laughs> yeah i mean that's what it is because it that's really uh at the end i mean they, they explain it pretty literally like peeling away layers and stuff like that mm. and then, yeah stuffing yeah. it all into this uh, take cartridge. all the unimportant parts out yeah and so we see him as he's being as Reg is evading his attacks and being kind of this battle's being drawn out, he's expelling these briefcases as if he's using them up, right? And then he expels this one, and there's special attention paid to it, and it's like, oh, that's Prushka. It mm. becomes evident. Yes. Um, and Mania runs up to it and start. It's like still leaking stuff out, mm. which I was confused by that. You think if you're expelling it, it'd be like gone, like a cartridge, right? It would be like empty. Yeah, but the, this briefcase continues to spew stuff out. Uh, it's not. It's not using the the matter so much as it is the the soul or the being of whatever's okay. put in there. I guess mm. um, the the life force of it. So I guess so. But it it does. I mean, it's definitely indicated that she is essentially still alive in there. Yeah. Um, even after she's ejected. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't. It's unclear. Unclear. And also to your point. Like he spent so much time and energy to her, you know, invested in her specifically just to use her in this like battle with these kids. Like, yeah, we're just like he expelled a bunch of brief or a bunch of cartridges. Right. And she went kind of quicker than the ones previous, it seemed. <laughs> I think so. Like the first time we see cartridges expelled, it's like three of them, like all at once. Like, oh, boom, that's boom, true. boom. Right. Yeah. And then like she's just the one. Mm. Um. So she was like a triple cartridge, I guess. So all this time put into, you know, you could put the time into three, just fucking normal. I yeah. Don't know, 
I don't know. Well, then he still got. It doesn't make beat. sense. That's it. it. It just doesn't make doesn't sense. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, clearly, we have to beat this guy to go to the next level. Yeah. So, on a certain level or a certain, you know, framework, like that's all that needs to happen. But mm-hmm. it felt, it felt flat. Like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't felt. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, their, their plan at the end is that Rag shoots him with the incinerator again, mm-hmm. but then boom, from behind a rock nearby, uh, Rico, Rico has gotten the other arm that was, you know, taken, you know, removed, um, pretty, you know, viciously and is somehow able to fire that uh well she doesn't rig does oh really but he can do it remotely yeah okay uh because nanachi says okay rig rico now so like both of them have to do it like she has has to to aim it it. and he has to fire Fire it it. yeah yeah Yeah. interesting yeah i don't know that's so weird he can do it remotely but um yeah so that's that's what i they... mean he's a, he's a freaking artifact from the abyss he can do basically fucking anything that you want to write into the story well that yeah you know <laughs> true true um but anyway so this defeats him quote unquote and then but he's still not dead and even after all that um they still don't destroy that he is basically cut in half like the lower half of his body is just missing at that yeah. point right but and then but there aren't any other um hands what are they called umber hands umber hands yeah there they aren't, aren't strong enough. There aren't any nearby, and the ones that are further away like can't come and help him because of the whole power shutdown thing they did. I guess the power matters. I don't know. I guess. But then there's still that that seat that special item that he's been using that they find. Rico mm-hmm. finds it, and they don't destroy it. And, and at the very end, when they tele or transport to the uh, yeah, Rico finds it. I I assume that she did something to it. Mm. Um, we just don't see that for well, some reason. At the very end, when they're like getting ready to leave to go into to go to the sick, I guess we're jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, it's um, fine. But I'll just say that that what Rico has like a you know breakdown with the uh, with the briefcase of Prushka, and it ends yeah. up spitting out a white whistle that becomes Rico's white whistle since she can't use her mom's because it's specific to the person. And so that was the whole point of Prushka for the person. Yeah. I mean, I thought what they were saying was it had to be created from the person, but I don't know. I thought it was for them, but I I don't know. I guess, but yeah, the cost of a whistle is, is a life. Is a a life. life, Yeah. Right. They say that. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's very odd. I don't know. It's confusing. And and then uh, uh, this Bond, you know, Bondrew did use his own, you know, body for it to get his white whistle. Uh, right. They said. Oh, okay. I guess maybe that's where my confusion came from. Okay, maybe. Was that he gave his own body, but you didn't have to. You could totally give yeah. someone else, I guess. And that's why Rico. Although was they like, had to give themselves for you to get a white whistle, I guess. Yes. And so then, where did where did uh, Rico's mom's whistle come from? Yeah, that's a who mystery. Gave, who gave their life for that whistle? That's a mystery. Mm. I can't. We can't uh, criticize that one. hasn't been revealed yet. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's just coming up in the next movie, maybe or, maybe. or, or the series, series. I mean, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's how that's how Rico gets a white whistle. And so then, at the end of this movie, you know, it's all set up for the you know next season for them to go to the sixth layer. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. Um, but when they're getting ready to leave, Reg, you know, looks and he sees that the Umbra hands and Bondrood are still there. Mm. But th- there was like a, there was like a, during the battle, his part of his mask got like chipped away and you could see this crazy looking eye. Mm-hmm. But now at the end, it looks like just a human eye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's like, what, why are they still like, I thought we defeated them. 
and uh, Nanachi's like, we have an agreement or something like that. Um, mm. And so that to me said that like, they're not going to destroy the, you know, that whatever that item is, that plant looking thing um, that allows him to do the, you know, well, I mean, ability. essentially they control this elevator, you know, to the, to the next layer or whatever. And yeah. they, they sort of, they sort of did this with uh, what's her name back on level three or mm. whatever it was. Yeah. Where like they sort of came to an agreement um, to be able to move on. And, and they sort of realized it was necessary to have that base there, I yeah. guess. And that's, I guess, sort of the same thing here. I don't know. But it's like that I, girl on level three was like, I say, kinda... I guess a lot and like sort of a lot because I don't fucking know. Yeah. It's not clear. And that's, what's unfortunate. Cause like the whole, this whole story is, you know, going deeper and deeper things, more stuff is revealed and, mm. and the plot thickens, yada, yada. But, uh, it kind of, the whole the whole story yeah, it's is supposed to, it's supposed to like every layer shit's supposed to be, get crazier right like yeah. crazier 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 but i mean that didn't really happen in this right this layer was like different than the previous layer but like it it was a not an exact repeat of the the third level um but like yeah. very similar i think yeah they didn't have to battle with her well they did a little bit but um I don't know, man. Yeah, no, it's weird. I mean, you're right. I mean, as far as this fifth layer goes, I mean, you had the parasitic insect thing or plant yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you had this Bondrude guy. But aside from that, like the actual setting of the layer wasn't that. I mean, yeah, that... yeah. They were just in a field of flowers and then they were by this fucking whirlpool and all they have to do is go down through the whirlpool and they're at the next layer. Yeah. So That's really like, it. So okay. It doesn't seem that hard, man, you know. Yeah. Could have probably done that myself. And one of my biggest issues is with this Bondrude guy just as a villain because he never, even at the end when they beat him, he's still able to talk and stuff, and um, but no one's coming to save him. But he's just like, oh, you know, she's like, haha, I, I forget what she, you know, what Nanachi says, but, you know, it's like triumphant for her. And he's like, no, I'm proud of you, or, you know, you're, you know, my new, my new aspiration is for you to reach the sixth layer and, and you know do all the stuff i couldn't do and it's like good job kid i'm glad i tortured you for however long so that you could eventually come to there there was there was something one of the characters one of our main three characters had a thought i think that if it wasn't for i guess it was nanachi if it wasn't for her having gone through what bondrud put her through and then she doesn't complete the thought, but the implication is she wouldn't have met them. She wouldn't be doing this. She yeah. wouldn't be going to the next layer, and, all of that kind of stuff. And they so. probably wouldn't have made it to the sixth layer right, yeah, right. without her. So, so yeah. So she sort of credits him for that, I guess. I don't know. There's like some weird mutual respect thing that. Yeah. Whatever. I don't it was know. very. Japanese. <laughs> I mean, no, no, just like story-wise, very confused to me. Like on, mm. like I don't know, like I, I don't like a one-note villain, but I like a villain at least that's going to be this sadistic and this, you know, kind of um, off kilter. To, I don't know. It's like it's like we were talking about earlier. You were saying like, you know, oh, that's when earlier on when we see him, like that's when he's still remaining, you know, kind of, you know, nice or you know, mm. uh, but he never really breaks that, like. I never, it never really felt like their lives were in danger until they were attacking him, right? Because, like, he definitely becomes 
slightly more villainous and taunting, uh, but not just to like certain characters, especially to Nanachi. You know, yeah. like he he says some stuff to her that's yes. very taunting, villainous sort like of mind stuff, games kind you know? of stuff. Yeah, um, but the the I mean, in Reg, he doesn't really care about. Um, so really, it's mostly to Rico. He still appears to be a nice guy, as far as she can tell, but she knows from her friends that he's not, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And most, I mean, most of his dialogue is praise. He's like, wow, that was really smart. You guys. Marvelous. Yeah. You're marvelous. <laughs> so marvelous. He's just, uh, and I, I did like that aspect of him, and I, I just wish it was, I don't know, he, he was fleshed out a bit more. But because uh, it, it seemed like they were going for this like sort of intellectual, but also like I don't know, um, perceptive guy. You know, like he's not just so fixated on what he's doing. He's like, oh wow, that was a very clever, you know, plan you had, and he seems very quick witted and and uh, I don't know, intelligent. But yeah, in the he end, does, he does largely seem evil for the sake of evil, which is not the greatest villain ever. Yeah, but they do have this sort of MacGuffin that they throw in, like the thing that he's trying to do. The reason he's doing all of this is what is it? They say some English words. I don't even remember what they are. Mm, I'm forgetting the scene. Oh, it, he says it multiple times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's never, it's never conveyed um, in a way that makes sense or adds weight to his character. It's just kind of like, Oh, you're in the way. Um, and uh, now he's not. Well, it doesn't really matter cause to me because looking at his actions, like we already touched on with the Prushka thing, like all of that was just for naught. Like there was no, there was no grander um, purpose to it. And like once he's defeated, he just very easily is like, you know, your aspirations are mine. It's like almost such a, uh, you know, n- the resolve is not that strong. <laughs> uh, so it's like okay. Now that we've uh, now that we've bested you, we don't even have to kill you. You can continue to live, and we will go do what you were gonna do, and do it better, and that's okay. All right. So to fill in some details, uh, Zoaholic. Oh, Zoaholic yeah. is is the name of the the artifact that he uses to keep himself alive. Yes, that they don't uh-huh. destroy. Uh-huh. That we see. They tried so many times to kill him, but it's like once they finally beat him. Uh, it really wasn't that triumphant to me. It was kind of like, okay, is he really? <laughs> I mean, he still didn't destroy the uh, Zoaholic thing. So right. uh, he's still alive. What's going to happen when you come back? But it, may, it makes me think of that girl on the third level who Ozen, I'm pretty sure her name is. But yeah, mm-hmm. she at first kind of uh, not clear if she's on their side or not. But then we learn later she was kind of testing them to see if they yeah. had what it takes. And that seems like that's what this is too. Yeah. Is sort of like him just testing them to make sure that they're tough enough to go to the next. I don't. Yeah. But it's like, was he doing that? Has he always been doing that to everyone he meets? It's just like some some of them just turn into amorphous blobs. Uh, I, I, I guess. I, yeah, I don't know. Even even if even if they fail, it still works out for him. So who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess right. I don't. I don't know. Um, like even for Nanachi, like way back when, whenever that was, he experimented on her and her friends. <laughs> he was still just trying to use love, and I get. 
Maybe. Maybe that makes him... I mean, it, the writing is still... Uh, but maybe, mm. I guess, if that's the case, it makes him more scary because he really is trying to do his best and imbue love into his subjects. Um, but yeah, almost like loving a, loving your pet so much that you just smother it to death. Uh is that is that what this guy is? The 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 ideology about love and like trying to foster like Prushka and inevitably just turning her into <laughs> like because at the end he never has this diabolical moment of you know this is my plan you know he never has like an expositional moment. Oh, I have done it. Yeah, like you all fell into my trap. All the pieces are in place. Like this has been my long you know long game. You've activated my trap card. And and it's not that way at all. In the end, he's like, no, uh, Nanachi, who I tormented and turned into this creature, and have you know seemingly no regret or sympathy for you about it. Uh, I your plight is now my plight. Like I believe in you. And it's like, wait, what is wrong with this guy? Uh, is this just bad writing, or is he supposed to be this like psychologically uh, I don't know strange fellow? Mm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a little bit like I created you, so therefore your success is my success. So your success in defeating me is my success in defeating me. I guess, yeah. I don't, sort of. So I couldn't find the words I was looking for, and I, I really do just kind of want to watch the movie again now. Because there were there were two English words that they said in Japanese in English. Mm. Um and they sort of ran them together, but like it was, it was this this thing, this sort of MacGuffin thing that like that's what he was trying to attain, that's what he was trying to achieve. Um, I, I can't remember what the words are because they didn't make any fucking sense. We we had a heck heck of a time fast forwarding. Oh yeah, I mean in do high we, dive. Do we want to do we want to talk shit about high dive now? <laughs> uh, if you thought Funimation was bad, then you were right. <laughs> And High Dive is not much better. So High Dive is no Crunchyroll, but they're also no Funimation. Yeah. One of those is negative and, and one of those is positive. Thing, the good things about this movie, um, it looked pretty good. Uh, oh, the yeah. action scenes were especially well, very dynamic. and Well animated. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But a lot of the backgrounds are really cool, like cool shading of, you know, they, they really capture this, you know, bizarre world. Um Maybe capture is not the right like, word, but wasn't like super bizarre. They're like I think back to like the first season um, of this show, and like, yeah, when they first they lot, descended, yeah, a lot crazier shit yeah. going on, yeah, than anything we saw in this, right? Uh, pretty, yeah, not much going on there. Yeah, not. I mean, there's grassy, flowery field, yeah, and then there's like this sort of city-ish thing, I guess, and then the ice things they hop from oh yeah wherever that was very very brief but yeah yeah, yeah that was there too <laughs> mm -hmm. almost and like a uh, video game level i guess something like a yeah. mario level yeah <laughs> but um, uh, yeah and then and, and then so the bad things then you said that this was the good things and well do you, yeah well, do you have any other scrambling good to come up with them <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I you had mentioned a couple times while watching this, like wow, Rico doesn't have much to do. Oh yeah, she's a she's a background character. Yeah, but she she was like, she is the whole instigator of everything that is happening in this mm -hmm. show, right? Like she makes everything happen. She's sort of the driving force through the entire series, um, and then to a certain extent, she's going to be backgrounded because she has agreed to give up some control anyway yeah. to Nanachi, like, you know, saying, okay, Nanachi, we will do what you say because, you know, 
you're agreeing to go with us and help protect us and everything. Yeah. But she should still be, I don't know. Like Nanachi is sort of calling the shots, but not always. And sometimes, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's sort when of. When at the end, Nanachi referred to Rico as like their leader. Leader. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, okay. But then when she you were, is. when you were talking, I was just thinking, I was like, well, now the dynamic they have is like Rico is the, the knowledge because uh, he's read all the books and stuff, right? And remembers all that stuff. And then uh, Reg is like the brawn. He's like the muscle. Yeah. And uh, Nanachi is like the brain. Like, she comes up with all the plans mm-hmm. and, you know, they have like these earpieces during this movie. And so always, you know, it's almost like military, like, <laughs> yeah, recon. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Get to Sector 5. Um, yeah. But, so but, I, yeah. I, so I, don't, I don't know if that's what they're going for of like this trio of, but. To your point, yeah, I agree. In this movie, like, she wasn't given a lot to do. And yeah. even the stuff she was there to do, like, form a bond with Prushka, they kind of rushed through most of that. And, like, we mm. don't see a lot of Prushka before she's in a briefcase. And, and <laughs> I mean, a, a lot of what she's referenced as is just the thing to protect, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. between Nanachi and uh, Reg, yeah. they're, you know, sort of constantly talking about this, well, you know, I can't protect her by myself, so yeah. I need your help, and, like, yeah. like, that's it. She's the thing to be protected. She's she's no longer even a character. She's just yeah. a thing. When it, and it's... Um, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And it's a lot of retconning, too. Like, I was just reminded of, because we already talked about it, but... Um, when Nanachi is saying, like, I can't protect her, like, if you're gone, she's referring to Reg running out of his incinerators and just being useless, right? Um, running out of power. But yeah. then he gets powered up, and it's no longer a problem. But, right. like, up until that point, like, there was actually some tension there. Like, you're kind of counting how many times he uses it, right? Right. Um, although he didn't use it until he got Zero. powered up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that, that, I think that was a missed opportunity. Like, it's a total retcon. You totally just, like, you know, got rid of all the tension you had. Right. Uh, and just for, you know, like, I don't know, for what? Because when they said that, I was like, okay, you can only do three more and yada, yada. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess, I guess Rico's whole purpose in this movie was to become close enough to Prushka that Prushka would turn herself into a white whistle for her. Yep. Yep. That's it's essentially it. Yep. She's a white whistle factory. And all of one. that happens in like the background or off screen and we see very, very little of it. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, we don't see our leader leading at all. Um, maybe at the very beginning not even at the very beginning because it's like almost immediate that Nanachi sort of takes over. Um, yeah. And it's like, everyone listen to me, which it's, and, and, and Rico never challenges that or anything, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I mean, well, Prushka was just underwritten in general. Cause it's like the, the how traumatized that little kid was, you know, and how, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he showed her love and attention and in some forms, it didn't seem like he was that like, nurturing um aside from his you know occasional words when she was like he gave her a pot on that's true that's true <laughs> um so I, I guess in a sense like she's probably still feeling unfulfilled um even though she is you know put on this like gleeful exterior so meeting anyone mm. uh especially someone around her age and or someone size. who she can relate or size <laughs> Anyway, no, she just met anyone, you know, a girl around her age or size uh, that she could connect with and relate to her in a way. Uh, And then, uh, you know, her 
Bonjour or whatever, it said like, oh, you're going to meet this girl who is also the uh, daughter of a white whistle. Child of a white whistle. Yeah. yeah uh, which he was referring to himself, right? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's just like, okay. But yeah, she had she had that too. So I guess that just that, you know, that's all she needed. And uh, and then there was the whole, was stair- like, oh, like there was the whole stairway incident thing. And that's they, true. They sort of relied on each other for that, I guess, uh, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It's like literally that just was one scene. supposed to be more of a bonding experience that I think it came off as. But, yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. if this wasn't a movie and it was a stretched out into a season, it would be super boring. It would be, well, <laughs> a lot, it would drag more, but, uh, and they probably have to have something else going on in there. But those scenes, I think with Prushka and, um, Rico could have been drawn out. Like it could, I mean, you need some more in there, but like you could have taken more care into showing that relationship you know, if it's mm-hmm. so important. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of a good point, actually. If this were a series instead of a movie, it would have to take on some more sort of slice of life aspects, mm. which the series did have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. More mundane um, stuff of like, yeah. Yeah. And it gave and, it that contrast. Yeah. I don't know. It probably, it would have been better. I think actually, despite yeah. the fact that it would have been, like this movie felt sort of drawn out and rushed at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah. I think giving it just more breathing room and just letting the characters be the characters and be natural, be themselves. Yeah. Um, it could have played a lot better actually. Yeah. Like if they would have stayed like a day or two or had been staying at the, you know, his place. I mean, I feel like they were there for like four days probably, honestly. Yeah, I guess, but like they never really they, show that. They, yeah, they just sort of rush. At least one night, because we see them go to sleep, you know, the first right, night. Right. Wait, so one night, so they get there, <laughs> they go to sleep, and then everything else in the movie happens the next day. Like that all happens in one day. I. I, I mean, I doubt it, but <laughs> right. That's yeah, it. yeah, but yeah. that that's the only impression we're given. That's true. They don't they don't ever really show them having time to relax and you know yeah. everything else. So it's like yeah. the odds are stacked. We need to regroup, have a plan, and then it just repeats. Yeah. <laughs> we think we we think we got it. We don't regroup, plan, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> try where, it again. Where, where would they sleep those other nights, though? Because after that first night where Reg is essentially attacked and has his arm cut off, um, <laughs> they're, not, they're probably not going to be sleeping in the chambers that they've been offered yes. anymore. So I don't know. It's interesting. It would be interesting to see it, like, adapted as a proper season. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, Anyway, well, um, speaking of uh, this being adapted, it's actually uh, been picked up to be a live action adaptation. Uh, I mean, not specifically this movie, but <laughs> no, I know that the see, I was just that was a segue. I was like, oh, I'm going to jump on that. Made in Abyss in general, yes. Um, anyway, so yeah, Made in Abyss live action adaptation coming in when do we know? We don't oh, it's, know it's yet, just probably. reported to be in development. I, I just like, saw it today, yeah. June 2021. So like this, that's all there is on it. Oh, okay. So, so probably won't happen. Probably a couple of years, if yeah, if at all, if at all. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe who knows? I mean, it definitely yeah. seems like. I mean, there's a lot of anime. I can't imagine how it would be good. Yeah, I, they would have to take liberties with just the general idea of the abyss and the orphan stuff and the mom, you know, and then kind mm. of make it their own. And that's what I, I that's feel. What, I feel like they're just gonna get. Um, wait, who was Laura Croft? Mia Yo. Mia, Oh, uh, Mia Jovovich. Yeah. They're probably just going to get her to play, uh, Rico. Right. (laughs) 
seems like the thing that you would do if wow. you were making an American adaptation of that. Just Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, just Tomb Raider it. Yep. I was going to think of the girl that most recently played Tomb Raider, which was that Alicia Vikander girl who was in... Uh, oh, I don't even... There's, <laughs> there's movies I don't know exist. <laughs> she was in uh, Ex Machina. She was the... Uh, oh, okay. The AI. The yeah. Machina? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the titular character. Um, yes, anyway, so we'll see if that happens. But yeah, uh, Dawn of the Deep Soul movie. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. I think we... No, wait, that's a different thing. Dawn of the Dead Souls. <laughs> Are you still going to watch the next season of Made in Abyss? Uh, yeah, for okay. sure. I'm just checking in because yeah, no, clearly... I mean, this this movie is is disappointing in many ways, but like... If you watch the first season, then you're pretty much already in for like, I'm not going to quit until we get to the bottom. You know, we got to get to the bottom. Yeah. And if we're not getting, if we don't get to the bottom, I'm probably going to keep watching unless like this next layer takes three seasons. At some point, I'm probably going to quit. Right. Um, it's like the fifth, the fifth layer took two hours and the seven or sixth one is like, yeah. A whole season. Which, yeah. Or over a season presumably a whole season it might only be half a season maybe um, i don't know maybe we'll get six and seven we, we're, we're still unclear on how many layers there are yeah google says 666 but it's wrong well that was a D &D thing yeah it? yeah uh yes i i'm with you on uh on this it was disappointing but not enough so to you know deter me from checking out more so yeah i look i i maybe don't look forward to it as much as i was this um but i'll still check it out yeah i mean it's just it's doing that same thing where like you set up this story like this is where we're going this is what we're gonna do and then you proceed towards that furiously and all this stuff happens and then you just hit a wall and slow way down and like um like we were talking about the second half of the first season or the the second arc of the first season. I don't know if it was half of the season. I don't mm. remember actually. Um, yeah, they're just all on like the fourth layer and, you know, doing that thing, sort of side story stuff. And then the fifth, like it took forever for this movie to even come out. And yeah. And now that we're here, we get this, which is like, again, it's, it's weirdly rapidly paced, but still drawn out. Um, to me like it has both of those elements happening um not simultaneously but intermittently in between um and it's not drawn out in a good way it's just slow like the plot is slow and yeah um kind of like you know watching a, a season of my hero academia where you know nothing actually happens but a lot happens but nothing actually happens that we care about and yeah like what happened here that we care about like we added a Potamon to our group. Is that it? That's I it. Guess. That's, the I mean, that's the only thing that changed. I mean, they made it another layer. Yeah. It's a nice... But nothing interesting happened in this layer, so it doesn't matter. Um, and the only thing that's changed going into the next layer is we now have a Potamon. That's it. Oh, um, um, Reg got like recharged and stuff. Oh, <laughs> he did. But then he like used his laser like 15 times or whatever. So 
he has but even after that he still has more charges left than he had before yeah but we also before this didn't know that he didn't have that many charges left Mm. so nothing actually changed on that front as well (laughs) yep yep i mean we i guess we now know that there are limited uses to his his super laser beam thing yeah which we didn't know before we sort of assumed they were infinite i guess yeah because we didn't know yeah so so maybe that will be put to better use uh, tension wise but and i guess uh, nanachi has sort of resolved not really her her issues not really no she's not as a uh, not as afraid as uh, she was of bonjour whatever right <laughs> she's not as worried about that because and now so she's she hasn't been below this layer either so now we're into new territory that even she hasn't explored so she's not really any use to us in in like telling us you know what to beware of and that sort of stuff yeah and i'm sure rico you know has a book that will tell us you know the shit that we need to know or whatever but um yeah like almost nothing changed yeah like this movie you you could skip this movie and just go to the next season and you'd be like where'd this little winged rat come from but other than that yeah and you may not even you be just you might just accept it like, yeah okay oh yeah so they just they, they, get, they added a winged rat somewhere and okay, that's cool. unfortunate because yeah because i feel like there was potential just to hit those emotional moments more with prushka and all that like like that like it feels seems like they rushed all that the important like emotional points that they wanted to hit yeah I mean, uh, but then they but then they drug out the you know, fighting him multiple, you know, trying to fight him yeah. multiple times. And oh, the fighting shit drug on for too, too yeah. long. Too long. And some of the fights looked really cool, but like just plot wise, it was boring. Like when they, when they first thought they killed him and they didn't exciting everything after that, even the yeah. final one, uh, final battle. It's like, okay. Is, I mean, he's still there. He's saying bye to you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's uh yeah, you're right. You don't, you don't really need it. And that's uh, unfortunate, but... Yeah, I mean, this could have just been, like, a line at the beginning of the, the next series, like, ooh, whoa, wasn't that some rough stuff on uh, level five that we had to go through? Glad we got this little winged rat. Too bad about that Prushka girl. Done. That's it. And now we're into the next season and don't even need to have watched this movie. You'd be like, who's Prushka? I'm like, exactly. <laughs> Does it matter? No. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> nope. Just a briefcase. Just someone that died. That's it. Mm. People die. It happens. Yeah. Death is inevitable. I mean, all things come to an end, um, such as this episode of Unlike Anime. You can find us on all the socials at Unlike Anime. That's U-M-L-I-K-E-A-N-I-M-E. Leave us comments on Twitter and YouTube and all those places. Um, We like them. And if you don't leave us comments, we're sad. And we will cry. Mm. Like inside, not, you know. Outside? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll be indoors when we cry. Yeah, we'll cry indoors. We will not cry outdoors where other people might see us. Like the mall? Yeah, the mall is in. I mean, unless it's an outdoor mall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It depends on what mall you're going to. (laughs) Some of them are outdoor malls. Yeah, indoor malls are dying. Um, that's that's true and that's that's worthy of crying for as well so (laughs) go to your local indoor mall and cry and anyone that asks why you're crying just say i'm like anime 
เสีย